Welcome to this evidence-based nursing podcast. I'm Lisa Kitt. I'm a reader in nursing and healthcare at the University of Glasgow in the United Kingdom and an associate editor of Evidence-Based Nursing Journal. It's my pleasure to introduce Ms. Laura Austin in today's podcast, who's a registered nurse and midwife and works at the Fiona Stanley Hospital in Western Australia. Laura has a passion to deliver safe, low intervention and equitable care to pregnant women and their families. In today's podcast, Laura will be discussing the commentary that she's written on an Australian study entitled Challenging the Definition of Hypertension in Pregnancy, a retrospective cohort study published by Maya Reddy and colleagues in the American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynaecology. Laura's commentary published in Evidence-Based Nursing is titled Lowering the Thresholds of Blood Pressures in Pregnancy Has the Potential to Improve Detection of Preeclampsia and Outcomes for Mother and Baby. Welcome, Laura. Could you begin by telling us a wee bit about yourself and your interest in this area, please? Thank you so much for having me today. I've been a nurse and midwife for the past 11 years, and I've worked across a variety of settings within Australia. I've worked in the public and private sectors, and I've also supported women postnatally within the community. I currently work at Fiona Stanley Hospital, which is a tertiary referral hospital for unwell women and their babies. Hypertension within pregnancy and adverse outcomes is something that I see every day. Hypertensive disorders in pregnancy are obviously a really important area. Can you tell us a wee bit about the implications of these and the importance of the work that was undertaken in the study by Maya, Reddy and colleagues? Yeah, so hypertension is the most common um, medical disorder as such in pregnancy. Um, And it has the potential to be the leading cause of perinatal and maternal morbidity and mortality. Therefore, research into hypertensive disorders in pregnancy is well considered. It's very important and um, in regards to the implications on clinical practice. Hmm. And who did the study find was an increased risk of preeclampsia? And what factors are known to increase this? Um, So it doesn't actually specify, but it makes uh, reference to the American College of Obstetric and Gynecology Guidelines, which states that um, women considered to be high risk of developing hypertension and preeclampsia are those that have obviously previously had preeclampsia in their pregnancies, those um, with multiple births, so twin pregnancies, women who have chronic hypertension, um, kidney disease, diabetes, and also autoimmune disorders such as lupus. And can you tell us a wee bit about what the study found in relation to the current blood pressure thresholds? Do the study findings suggest, for example, a change to these for pregnant women? Um, So even though the study found significant adverse outcomes for women in the stage one hypertension category. It supports lowering the thresholds of blood pressure monitoring. However, it does identify that further research is required into women in the pre-hypertensive category as well. And the the study was done in 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 Australia. And I was just wondering, given the characteristics of the sample, given the methodologies that were used, how applicable or generalizable do you think the study findings are to a wider population? 
So given that the study was a large retrospective cohort study of just over 18,000 pregnant women, it has significant um, implications on applying the findings to the general population. Um, it also includes women of varying demographics, so age, ethnicity, pre-existing medical um, conditions, and so on. So covering a wide range of confounding factors within their sample. Yeah. What would you say are the implications of the study for preeclampsia screening going forward? Um, so certainly lowering the thresholds of blood pressures will pick up more women who may be at risk of developing preeclampsia and therefore require further monitoring. However, the um, researchers go on to explain um, the importance of blood pressure not existing in isolation when diagnosing preeclampsia. For example, they consider other factors, um, Doppler studies, for example, biochemistry markers. Um, and they also point out the fact that a large proportion of women considered to be in these at-risk categories then go on to not develop preeclampsia. So is there some implications there for care delivery for women in the pre-hypertensive category for those who don't go on to develop preeclampsia? Yeah, so further research is required into the outcomes of women in these pre-hypertensive thresholds prior to actually implementing these guidelines um, into clinical management. And what other kinds of research do you think would be useful in this area? You, you, you know, live and breathe this in your, your daily work and, and also know about the research landscape. What would you say would be really key, um, a key contribution in this area? I think women also need to take in consideration primary healthcare aspects um, and, you know, the outcomes on blood pressure within their pregnancy. So, for example, changing lifestyle factors um, during the preconception stage. So diet, exercise, for example, can greatly reduce their chance of developing hypertension in their pregnancy and therefore going on to develop preeclampsia. So really looking at um, these women prior to even being at risk and then, um, you know, looking into the monitoring um, how, how resources are utilised within hospitals, particularly in the regional hospitals where um, having fetal monitoring or having the ability of Doppler ultrasounds may not be um, as accessible compared to metropolitan hospitals. It sounds like there's, it's a really interesting and growing area that there's a lot of scope for some further research to be done in this area. I'm looking forward to seeing what emerges. If listeners were to take away one key message from this podcast, what would you want that to be? Uh, I think like mentioned before, just the importance of preconception healthcare for the pregnant woman and then, you know, uh, primary healthcare rather than management of complications once they are pregnant. 
and also the fact that blood pressure monitoring is is crucial and our guidelines need to really be carefully followed to ensure safe outcomes for mothers and babies. Thank you, Laura, for such an insightful discussion about your commentary in this study and to learn more about the context in which this study is situated. That's been really interesting. I would like to express my thanks to you again on behalf of Evidence-Based Nursing Journal. Don't miss our new blogs, commentaries and podcasts on the Evidence-Based Nursing website at www.ebn.bmg.com or find us on Facebook at BMG for Nursing or follow us on Twitter at EBNursingBMG. Thank you.